HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by Vivino. Discover and buy wines wherever you are. Visit vivino.com slash heritage to stock up. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The Happy fucking 4th of July, y'all. <laughs> Hell yeah. Fireworks, is- baby. Fireworks. <laughs> it's- <laughs> Jeez. That, that, too much? Maybe. All right. This is the Speakeasy. I'm Damon Bolte. Hi. My name is Souther Teague. What's going on, Souther? Not too much, man. I'm going to celebrate America. America. Gonna you always do. going to drink some red and white dynamite. <laughs> you always do. Yeah. Um, I'm over here drinking cider like a like an idiot. Oh, well. well, no. That's probably... More historically accurate. I think so. At the time. What, Wait, the? what, what are you queuing up over there, Dave? Lead in. Oh, no. Are we going to do the Pledge of Allegiance? Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't historically know. accurate cider drinking on the 4th of July because it's Independence Day here in America. All right. Enough of that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think we should just jump right into this show. Yeah, we should. Because, you know, I don't have anything to talk about about last week. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Uh, in the studio today, we've got Dave Wondrich and Noah Rothbaum of another podcast that's that's pretty, pretty doing some pretty great work out there, uh, Life Behind Bars, which is a great name. And strangely, actually, my book, uh, I'm Just Here for the Drinks, that was going to be the sort of uh, <laughs> the undertitle, uh, you know, Serving Life Behind Bars. Did I ever tell you that that was actually but like the, in the... But the editorial team nixed it. They, oh. they were like, eh, sounds a little jaily. That, that was actually uh, going to be the name of this show. Light Behind Bars? It was in the running for the title. Way back in the beginning. There's already a book in the 20s called <laughs> yeah. My Life Behind Bars yeah. by a bartender. So everything's been taken. Yeah. And, and to be honest. I, I, I taken and reused, recycled. Yeah. To be honest, uh, it did take iTunes the first episode, like an inordinate amount of time for them to approve it because I do think that they thought it was about prison. <laughs> so I think somebody actually sat down and listened to it and it was probably really grossly disappointed that it was Dave and <laughs> well, I kicking out of it. It, it didn't Thomas. help that our sponsor was originally Pruno Ricard. That's true. <laughs> right. That's true. The whole episode was... Yeah, Pruno Ricard. Did we even introduce our guest? <laughs> yeah, I did. You did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I, we're just jumping right into it. Okay. So, uh, But I, I give, it's a real short introduction. I just said what they're doing now, but everybody has a, at least an inkling of what these guys have done in the past. Dave Wondrich, uh, historian of, of spirits and drinks, uh, author of many books, uh, Noah Rothbaum, uh, Editor of uh, the Daily Beast, half full. Also, author of several books like Titans, Titans in our industry. <laughs> We've been called right? worse today. Yeah, yeah. today. Oh wow! Today, today. How many shows we took have the you subway done today? here? Hell of a day. <laughs> this is like the seventh <laughs> podcast. I'm yeah. just following Dave on his normal rounds. Yeah. Well, we, we did bring something that is, I, I have to say, oddly appropriate for this Fourth of July celebration um, for both of you. Um, and I mean, the, the, Dave can speak more to the history and the tradition of this libation as, as he's, you know, as his want. But I thought you guys would really appreciate the Smirnoff you ice. You motherfucker! Red, white, and blue. So we, we AKA have, D's nuts. We, we, have, we have one for each Iced. of you. Oh, You've been iced. And, and then you Dave and son I. Of a bitch. Dave and I are just going to drink bookers while you guys drink uh, ice. So uh, it's totally fine. So you know, uh, okay. once you finish those, you can have for, some. Yeah. On yeah. your knees. For, yeah, thanks for letting it get to room temperature. Yeah. You know, and it's better. I mean, I, you know. 
Yeah. For Unless the, the botanicals come out, I that's find. That's the thing. The, for, <laughs> the, for the edification of the listener, we just got iced by Noah Rothbaum. He brought us uh, the red, white, and berry limited edition. <laughs> limited so edition. So it's, it's definitely appropriate for July 4th because it's red, white, and blue. <laughs> and I wanted um, it to be true to, to you know 1776, what, since yeah. it would be room temperature then, since ice was hard <laughs> to come by. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're also, I mean, if it makes you feel better, we're not going to have this bourbon with ice either. So. I like so. how you're, uh, oh, uh, well, yeah. you're quite a gentleman. Yeah, I think these are Noah's keys. Oh, oh, he's got an opener on there. <laughs> All right, so that's the show for yeah. this week. Good night, everybody. Uh, this is the last time we're going to throw these assholes else. off right now. Uh, I guess. All uh, right, we do have to take a knee for this. Yeah, yeah, I yeah we you do. So, we're going to be off the mic right. drinking these things real hard and fast. By the way, this is my second ever ice. Normally, really? normally I flatly I, refuse them. I literally you must not have a lot of friends. I literally say the phrase, you'll forgive me if I don't shake hands. Like that's usually my, <laughs> that's usually my retort. I have to but speak, I'll take this one because it's the fourth to the color blue. of this. Yeah, actually. it's red, white, and blue. No, no, the oh, actual the well, I'm sorry, you're colorblind. But it's a very, very light blue. It's a kind of Windex color, I yeah, think. Yeah, so like... <laughs> we, we filled it, it at McCarran Park in the pool, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. All right. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. yeah, yeah, let's do this. Cheers, asshole. Independence. Right. You guys talk about your podcast. <laughs> and, and I have to say, this is the first time that I've actually iced anybody. So, well, you um, couldn't have picked a nicer bunch of people. Yeah, sure. So, welcome back to And more game. Look at that. Look at that. Look at this. Teague is wow. done. Teague is, is done. Done. This is like oh the, man, woo! and Bolty, you Whoa. guys are American heroes. <laughs> Forget oh, the Nathan's hot I've dog never seen contest. anybody actually finish one of those. Wow! Before. <laughs> I just I thought you would take a little sip and maybe spit it out. <laughs> you guys, no, you gotta you gotta go full in. Um, All right, quick, quick with, quick with the quick and, with the book. Since this is a podcast, nobody would have. Also, known. I was going slow because I'm a musician. I wanted to. Finish with the, the song. song. Yeah, okay. You did so, well. You you definitely you got no tempo there, buddy. Here, you, you, you've got a chaser. <laughs> That's a good sync job. There's a chaser here that that should help oh, everybody. We're gonna chase this. Uh, this we're gonna chase this with Booker's, with, with, with Booker's <laughs> bourbon. Fuck. Yeah. Also, hey, Fourth of July, America. Yeah, Come on. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> also, I have to say, it wasn't awful. <laughs> I will. I will say it was. Very, it was. It was very Kool Aid like. It tastes, no, it, like tastes, it tastes like like there's a specific flavor of Kool Aid oh, that that tastes exactly. I, I'm like. gonna say berry blue. Cherry <laughs> yeah. America. It tastes blue. Yeah. Cheers All right. This will be nice. This will be. This nice. will be better. You don't need to chug this. Okay. Um, so. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, my our annual this, this, icing. So, so, so I've been listening to your show since the beginning, and you want your money. This back. is how you. Uh, <laughs> we'll give it right now. How much? Do you, how many again, episodes? for the for the listener, this is how they kick off every episode. Uh, <laughs> they, they ice each other. No, they ice their guests. <laughs> we ice our guests. Yeah, we don't have any guests. It turns out. So. Uh, nobody. Had, nobody. Had a few come though, back. right? We've had a few guests. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Morgan Jeffrey Morgan Jeffrey Morgan Thaler most recently. Yeah, and, uh, he was in town about a month ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was on this show. As well. He was on. He was, yeah. So uh, he had a he had an up and down trail. He did your show, then he did Seth Meyers, then he did our show. I was like, <laughs> this must be a total letdown. Thanks for showing up. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, uh, your show and our show are the ends of the bell curve. <laughs> right. He spiked in the middle. So mm-hmm. okay, let's uh, let's talk about the show some more. What what made you start the show? Yeah, exactly. Was it because you were inspired by uh, your, your time on the Speakeasy podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. Um, <laughs> we recognize our pioneers in this in this industry, and we celebrate them, and uh, we uh, try to surpass them whenever we can. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it was an interesting thing. I mean, we I started at the Daily Beast about. Um, Roughly two and a half years ago, it's like writing for them about three years ago. You know, they, you know, I started writing for them, and you know, sort of with the idea that one day we would turn that into a section that Beast had never had, like a drink and food section, dedicated one. So I came on, you know, short list of people who I was hoping to recruit. Dave was obviously at the top of that list. Um, he came on board as sort of our lead columnist. Um, you know, as it turned out. Two and a half years ago, I think podcasts, you know, were at their height of, you know, everybody seemed to be starting a podcast, and it was all of the, that. That I've been and, doing this for eight years, by the way. That's true. That, that's <laughs> where, that and Facebook Live. So Facebook Live is like, yeah, God. Facebook Live is actually a, a huge deal. We've been southern tinkering know, with we, it. Yeah, we mess with it, but uh, it is, you know, because it's not uh, any other post is not actually in like real time. It's 
Facebook Live is yeah right. Yeah. So right for a long there, time, yeah. I would come onto the show every week, and I would I would post something on Facebook. Hey, we're coming on the show. Next up is Dave and, and Noah, or whatever. But that's not in chronological order, right? So it could be in someone's feed tomorrow. The show's right. already happened, right. right? So I started just doing it on Facebook Live, and we got a lot more response. But then I've been kind of lazy about it. I need to get back to it. And it was one of these things where you know, you know, I wanted to do it. You know, I talked to Dave. I wasn't sure if he if he had any interest. We both actually really did, and I think it's. You know, it adds another dimension. You know, it's so much of what we write about is about, you know, stories and the oral tradition and bars and being, you know, entertaining and the crack, you know, as the Irish would say. I mean, I say that all the time about bartending in general. It's it's 80 to 90 percent storytelling. Yeah. Then there's, On you know, the spot then right there's, now. Exactly. Then there's some mechanics that have to be yeah. involved and, yeah. then, and then there's some know-how. You know, for, for me, I'm a writer. <laughs> I spend the smallest part. Yeah. I spend all my time like researching and writing and developing drafts and going over stuff. I love being able to just get up and talk, you know, without <laughs> having to uh, to sit there and you know take out the reference works and 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 uh, and double check everything. It's it's a different skill. It's a different world, uh, but it's also fun and it's also important. Uh, and uh, you know, it's it's. It's it's a hoot, also. Yeah, yeah, of course. A conversation is what you know yeah. connects us all, and I, I think weirdly, you know, we're getting further and further away from that. I don't want to get into that sort of technological, you know, sinkhole. But texting, yeah. you know, being able to just press the button to say, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I liked your comment," instead of looking <laughs> at someone in the face and saying, "Oh, that's that's really brilliant. Thanks for mentioning that," or whatever. Um, but you two, your show is mostly, as we mentioned already, just the two of you chatting. You, you pick well, a, you pick a topic. Yeah, we pick a topic and we try to explore it, and uh, you know, make a few jokes about it, and and uh, kick it back and forth. And it's it's all about like it's 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 that idea that uh, uh, that's a great way of exploring a topic is to converse about it. You know, yeah. there's back and forth, and there's uh, there's a little bit of knowledge put in there, obviously, but there's also uh, when you discuss things, you learn about things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Teaching is learning. Yeah. yeah, teaching is learning. Exactly. When you have to say it out loud, things that you've been thinking suddenly seem really stupid. You know? <laughs> yeah, and other things... Most that's, of the that's things the I say... quote from the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I thought that was really smart, but listening to it, I don't know. Mm. Uh, that's kind of uh, that's kind of wrong and dumb. And then other things like suddenly appear out of nowhere, and you're like, I never thought of that, but... Because I have to talk about it, you know, my brain found another part of this. Sure, someone else has an opinion or they have yeah. a fact that you didn't yeah. know and then suddenly you can expound upon that and yeah. keep going. And I think, I mean, what what I always loved about Dave's writing and, and continue is that he makes such interesting but deep history so fascinating and enjoyable to read and so easy to digest, you know, in, in his articles and lively. And, and that is even more so... You know, I hope in our podcast where that, you know, people just can enjoy it. And, you know, even though almost through osmosis, they're learning a lot, but it's kind of fun. Like we're sort of hiding the hiding the, the history lesson in, in the cocktails and the, and the stories. And I think it goes down really well. And hopefully people are mixing drinks while they're listening and enjoying that. Yeah, I think also technically, you know, speaking for, for any kind of broadcast uh, podcast situation, Especially on the subject of like alcohol or food, those mm-hmm. things are meant to be communal anyway. Absolutely. So the, when you have that conversational style, like for instance, last year at Tales of the Cocktail, um, we had a seminar with our buddy Ryan. Yep. Uh, from the Bartender Journey, and it was interesting getting to talk with him on this panel about the different styles of because his is like it's him and he edits it down and he does like a kind of like a history kind of lesson on it. Uh, and it's it's a great great show. You should check out uh, Bartender Journey. Um, it's on iTunes, Stitcher, and stuff like that. It's on everything, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, the uh, you know, for instance, like two years ago, I brought on Souther as my co-host because what worst, we did was just talk. Idea, we just worst talk idea, about worst idea ever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would say that was your first mistake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, six years without a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, like. But what you're saying yeah. is like sometimes you have guests, but like it's usually you guys rapping, you know. But like Southern and I could just talk to each other on the show, well, and we had several times before yeah, on had, the show. So yeah, we, I'd say our original together. listener, my mom, who's probably listened to all of them almost every time. Will Damon's call mom's me, listening right now. <laughs> every time after the episode, she says, "I'm a face for radio." Goes live. 
she'll say, that's real hard work talking to Dave for half an hour. <laughs> like, as a joke, just to like, you know, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's really hard work you have to do today. I'm like, you know what? It is hard work, Mom. It's tough. It is I hard know, work. We put a lot into this. <laughs> but it, it is, I mean, to be fair, it, it is well, a lot of fun. I mean, I it's know. lucky, I think, you know, that Dave, particularly, you're, 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 you're frankly a super nerd, and you've got all of that that history and, and all those archives to look back mm-hmm. on and, and, and reference, but you're also a talkative guy. I think that's not always true. No, that's not always true. Nerds you're are right. usually introverts. You're right. Well, I, I learned early on if you uh, wanted to make money, you, know, well, yeah. <laughs> you want to make money, you know, you gotta be both. yes, you got to be but both. I, I learned, you know, I, I went through a, a PhD program. I got a PhD and, and there they teach you kind of the opposite. Right. And it's just be super nerdy. And, I would write all these articles and write, uh, you know, I wrote a dissertation and I looked at it and it's like, nobody's going to read this. I worked for like four years on this thing and nobody's going to read it. <laughs> I don't want to, I'm a slow writer. I don't want to spend that much time working on something that nobody's going to read. How do you get people to read what you're, what you're writing is, you know, I sat down, I said, kind of, I came up with the idea of write like you're talking to your intelligent friend. Like I was talking to one of you guys at a bar. You know, you guys are smart. You know stuff, obviously. Well, some... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that was too much credit. That's another episode. That's too much credit. Yeah, yeah but... but uh, and when you're talking to an intelligent friend, you know, you, you, you don't have to dumb things down. But yeah. at the same time, you're not using technical language because that just sounds stupid. You know, it's like... That's not how people talk. So I try to write like that. And I think that helps because uh, what you realize is if, if you can't explain it in normal language... It can't be explained. Right, right. Didn't didn't yeah. Einstein say something along that line? Uh, probably. Like, like yeah. yeah. If you can't if you can't explain it to the, a, an average person, then you, you don't know enough about it. You don't know enough about it. Exactly. You don't understand it because anything can be explained with normal language if you understand it deeply enough. I I, I think that's true. And it's yeah. a good fit for the beast because you know we have such a large audience. There are like yeah. a million unique visitors per day, right, to the site. So I mean, we're drawing all types of people and. You know, some of them have, you know, varying degrees of knowledge about cocktails and spirits and food. And, you know, they read, you know, Dave's articles or any of our other articles, and hopefully they enjoy them because they're great articles. And then you have people who, you know, are aficionados or bartenders or people who work in the trade, and they really want to know what Dave, you know, they know who he is, and they definitely want to read all of his articles. So it's it kind of works both ways, but we're always trying to be accessible and, and interesting to sort of a yeah. wider spectrum where there, I mean, there are plenty of other sites, podcasts where the focus is so narrow and, and it's, and it's done on purpose, you know, for a very specific audience and we're trying to get a little bit outside of the inside yeah. baseball. What I've, what I've but, always understood about your show is like, what's cool about it is in also both of your, your writings, um, the, the audience is kind of more like, it's fun listening to the show in in like one specific way for me like well many ways but one that I really enjoy is the fact that like none of you guys have you, you write with all the passion of like bartenders but you've never like you haven't been torn down by the weird terror of like being right. behind the bar and, right you know we're so. not cynical about it yet right yeah. we haven't ground down <laughs> yeah. after you have so. been like beaten we still have our rotator cuffs <laughs> yeah exactly I can raise my hands above my head. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, yeah. but it's but it's an interesting uh, kind of like you know point of view to uh, to check that well, out and like to write. You're right. right. Yeah. It's a little fresher and a little lighter. You know, I feel like uh, it's more about the celebration of the mm-hmm. cocktail. Like a lot of times, what we do here, like on this show, so we talk a lot about bartending. Right. We talk about service. We talk about hospitality, stuff like that. I know you guys definitely talk about that too. But it's kind of more like the celebration yeah. of the spirits in, in the cocktail. We could definitely yeah. pass as bartenders, especially Dave. You know, if I he's would, been he's worked behind my bar. Absolutely, I, I mean, I, Dave, I, 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 too. I mean, it would, <laughs> it's a two of mine. Absolutely. I mean, so it, it is. It is a unique perspective where obviously. Dave and I could bar back for him. Um, we could hold our own as a tag team. <laughs> but, but, as long as I got somebody to run credit cards. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always the fucker. That's the one thing. I could do so the cash, but the credit cards the just... The one to uh, sweep up all the broken yeah, glass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, there's not a lot of broken glass. Come on. I'm <laughs> kidding, man. You did great. That's me. Uh, no, that's, uh, that was the one thing when we started the podcast, Dave said, I'm not handling the credit cards. Yeah. That's you, yeah. man. Yeah, no. you, you run you, square. You, you, run, you run the credit cards. You run the credit cards. Yep. Fine. Fine. Oh. 
God. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to talk about uh, your podcast some more. I want to know, like, honestly, when we come back, I want to touch on at least, like, I, I, I'm a follower of the Daily Beast, and I didn't know about your podcast until it was like six episodes in. You guys don't really promote it very well. Is that on purpose? You're well, trying to well, make it. Is it a speakeasy? If you have ideas, let me know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, you've got, you, you just said you have a million <laughs> unique visitors a day. That's a million potential listeners as well. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. But before that, I want to talk real quickly about our summer fun drive. It, it's running until July 31st. Uh, we need to raise $25,000 um, so that we can keep uh, shows like ours on the air. Um, you can join our community by becoming a member. Make your voice heard. Um, uh, the voice of America's food movement and drinks. I think they always forget us in these things. America. Uh, America. Um, uh, you got there's some member gifts for different rates of uh, of donation. Um, they're pretty cool. Um, you know, uh, I think Damon's favorite one is the beer koozie. It says beer koozie or pot holder. Literally, no, <laughs> literally, no one's gonna get the pot no. holder. And no if, one. And if anybody gives twenty five thousand dollars, they made like five of them. <laughs> Dave and I will go and ice them in person. Oh, so. there's twenty five grand. grand. Yep. Twenty five grand gets Dave, Dave Wondrich and Noah Rothbaum to, to fly to your city in America only uh, <laughs> at their expense. Uh, at their expense, uh, yeah, at, at, <laughs> we'll fly anywhere in the five boroughs. Yes, we're flying anywhere in the five boroughs <laughs> and ice uh, your ass anywhere in the five boroughs. I think we could probably you and I could probably put the money together to get them a chopper there. Oh, That'd be amazing! Yeah, yeah, all right, from like South Street Seaport. Yeah, or near the West yeah, Side we Highway. Yeah, yeah, we'll chop yeah. her out. Yeah, we'll right, chop gonna, her out. We'll bring a we'll, smear off ice <laughs> and and Booker. We'll chop her out to Sunnyside. And, and, and a bottle of they won't oh, actually like the motorcycle. Ice you in person. <laughs> I, I, I will ride go. you on the back of my chopper. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I can only take one of you. Easy ride. I can get you a motorcycle. I know you know how to ride. Yeah, we'll both ride over. But maybe if we get in a helicopter, they just like kind of. Put a parachute, and we could wear. We could wrap hell down, you know, with with <laughs> ice. And right. We could wear like the Easy Rider, uh, you know, American flag. Helmet yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> Dave Wonderich and Noah Rothbaum are willing to ice you for a twenty five thousand dollar commitment to Heritage Radio Network. <laughs> it will uh, be when you least expect it. That's right. That's <laughs> the other part. It's a, a surprise. Yeah. That's a single from your coworkers. <laughs> maybe at your wedding. Maybe at your dad's funeral. It's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. It, it could be uh, during your Dentist. SEC hearing. <laughs> In power. All right. Uh, we'll be right back after this. <laughs> Visiting the in-laws this weekend. They've asked you to bring wine. You need a bottle that says, I'm laid back enough that I didn't think about this choice for hours. But also, I've graduated from Two Buck Chuck, proving I can provide for your daughter and our future children. Where to go from here? Just ask Vivino. Vivino knows feeling pressured in the wine aisle can sour the whole experience. But with the largest wine inventory, Vivino gives you the best price on personalized picks based on your taste profile, then ships them right to your door. Scan wines, compare reviews, save your favorites, and even get unlimited free shipping with Vivino Premium, plus a free 30-day trial. So, when that next visit rolls around, you know exactly what that dry Alsatian Riesling says about your commitment to your mother-in-law's Sunday roast. Visit vivino.com heritage to stock up. Vivino. Wine made easy. All right, we're we're back. You're listening to the Speakeasy on Heritage Radio Network. That's right. We got David and Noah in the studio. Yeah, we've been we've been talking about something. I don't. Even we're really talking know. about life. We're talking about life behind bars. The <laughs> podcast that these two guys are are helming over at the Daily Beast. Um. Yeah, and before the break, I, I had asked you, like, how, how is it that this show... I'm a podcast listener. I'm a podcast doer. How did I not know about this show until it was, like, sixth episode? What, how, do, are you guys not promoting it on purpose? Uh, or are you, were you trying I mean, to feel out the waters? I think the first, I think it was kind of like a slow, you know... Um, Cause it's, it's a slow build. Because it's, it's a slow build, it's like a, the first... It's a, it's a weekly, right? Uh, yeah, or not, uh, not bi-weekly. Bi-weekly. Well, bi-weekly, okay, yeah. yeah. Twice a month. We do, like, 15 episodes a week, so... Um, no, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> Roughly every other week, give or take. I don't want to scare people. Um, that would be bi-monthly. But it, it's definitely, um, you know, I think it was sort of a slow uh, rollout, just, you know, as we figured out 
you know, what, how, what it how, was. How are you finding the response? Are you looking at the rubrics? Can you see yeah, what's going absolutely. on? Yeah, the, absolutely. The, the numbers are definitely growing. I mean, it's kind of, I remember hearing Conan O'Brien talk about his show years ago, and he said, you know, you know, what we, you know, a year ago, what we would have thought, you know, high-fiving each other, like, awesome show. We're now like, okay, that was, that was okay. You know what I mean? I think we've definitely found our pace where, you know, the, over the last probably 10 episodes, the listenership has more than doubled. Wow. You know what I mean? So it's, we definitely. That's have, good. I, I think yeah. that's got to be a lot of just, again, word just getting out. Yeah. Like, I've, I've, I've tweeted about you guys a few well, times. thank you, and, yeah. Because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. Always appreciated. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm a fan. It's a good show. Like I, I, I enjoy it. I, uh, I do listen to a lot of podcasts, and it's it's a good one for me to listen to when I'm either setting up or tearing down the bar or walking around the city. Like, well, also I have to admit that like your familiar faces to me, so I can see your faces when I listen. <laughs> so maybe that makes it better or worse. Or worse, yeah, worse yeah, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. nightmare. <laughs> yeah, and and I and I would and I would say that our collective nomination for Tales of the Cocktail I was about to bring that yeah. up too. Is, yeah. is definitely a, a major feather in all of our caps. So. so we the speakeasy that you're listening to now, as well as uh, Life Behind Bars with these guys, uh, along with uh, Bartender at Large from our good friend Eric Castro. An- another the, very good podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I what, guess. Do you call that a? Po- it's a video. Well, I guess it's a video, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Vlog. But I never Vlog. watch it. I've been Vlog. on that show twice and I couldn't even watch my own episodes. I just listen. Right. It's well. easier to listen. I just, I don't like watching it. I don't know. All right. And then and whiskey cask. It's not super one. I mean, I love mm-hmm. Eric, but it's not super dynamic, right? The camera angles are, are static. It's just two oh, angles you know, and he, switch. He, yeah, he does it on a shoestring. Yeah, yeah, of course. It uh, uh, definitely as... it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. And the mm-hmm. movie is awesome as well. But I'd rather listen to than watch. And then uh, Whiskey Cast is on there too, and they've been on for a long time. Yeah, Mark Gillespie, a one man band mm-hmm. out of uh, and, Pennsylvania. And his show is very highly, um, I think, maybe unlike uh, the three that are also in the category. His show is very produced, produced and structured. Yeah, yeah. And he's he he's obviously sitting there with notes, and he's got things to say on purpose. Oh, yeah. Whereas we just kind of. And he had been a like a news reporter up in yeah, it's Anchorage, obvious. I oh, for say, sure, in Alaska. And you know he, you know he started this. I don't know how many. I mean, you you've been doing this eight years now, right, Damon? Almost whatever. eight years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think is a good long time. I think the whiskey is like long, eleven years oh, old at least. Yeah, and I mean it's, you know he'll he'll it's be huge. You know, he'll stick that microphone in your face, you know, and he'll he'll want to you know interview you. And yeah, I, don't, I you know, it, it's it's a little bit different. The, the three of us are obviously clearly very similar, and then his is obviously whiskey focused. First of all, damn the, it, does that make him the front runner? <laughs> is he also in the uh, what, what's the uh, the category the uh, specialty? Uh, you're you're up for one of those awards, right? No, no, I'm only up for this one at this point. No, <laughs> for Amoria Margo. No, we didn't make it. Oh shit! Oh rats! That's not right. Thanks for bringing that up, Damon. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Listen, I'm happy that we were on the ten list. We were on there for both the uh, best cocktail bar, which is amazing. I feel like I just iced myself again. <laughs> <laughs> we were hanging out on that oh, list man. with with my favorite bar. So it would, I, I even told Kenta, I said if Kenta, oh, Bar yeah. Goto, I said if we make it to the top four, both of us, and then we have to fight. <laughs> it totally kicked your we, ass. I know, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah totally I, I, I wouldn't fight ass. Kenta. No. Nope. Uh, and nope. then, uh, and then uh, we didn't make it, and I said, "Thank God, we don't have to fight." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, uh, though, like, and then we were also up for world's best spirits list, which which we were up for two years ago on the ten list as well. And I, I literally, when I heard the news, I laughed out loud because I was like, "That makes no sense." I have one bourbon. How am I on the best spirits mm. list? <laughs> but then I looked up the parameters, and it's it's either right. broad scope or singularity. You, might, you to focus. might have a lot of amaros. Yeah, yeah, I've heard. So, so it's either broad scope or singularity to focus. And I, I talked to a couple of the judges afterwards. Yeah. And I was like, "What could I have done to be better?" And they're like, "You could have sent us your list." <laughs> and I was like, "You didn't send the list." I was like, "I didn't know to do that." Yeah. Oh. And they were like, "Well, did you nominate yourself?" And I was like, "I didn't know I could do that either." Oh. So the following year, I sent him a list and I yeah. nominated myself. And you nothing. This yeah. year, I sent him the list, which is now bigger, right. and nominated myself, and I made the 10 list again. So well, who knows? I mean, Maybe down you, the road, I'll make it. But you think about it, I mean, it's 10 bars in the whole world. Uh, no, exactly. It's, right. such it's a, nuts. It's crazy. I mean, we're, it's crazy to be considered. I mean, it, yeah. once you get into, with any of these things, once you get into like top 10, that's. But that's great. Anything beyond that is is a roll of the dice. Yeah, and exactly. I can tell you, know? you from personal experience, losing from going from top ten to top four is a lot easier to take than sitting there like a dummy and well, we got fish, in New Orleans. This room right here has a fifty percent shot at winning the thing. So we'll, we'll see you in <laughs> New Orleans. And, hey, uh, you know what? Yeah, fucking cheers yeah, to that. Cheers, cheers to that. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll cheers. make it. You know what? You know what? All right, I, I propose this. 
We take out Castro. Oh, <laughs> they have pigs part no, two. No, Gillespie. Oh, Get, Jesus. Take out Gillespie. Come on. We just combine our two shows. Mm. <laughs> the Daily Heritage Radio Network Beast. There you go. There you, you go. Speak easy behind bars. The oh. Beast. Easy. <laughs> I, you uh, know, uh, I don't know. It's, it will be interesting to see. Uh, you know, I, but okay. Well, since we're talking about Tales of the Cocktail, uh, a couple of things I want to bring up. But first. You're on another list, too, right? We're, no? we're on two more lists. So um, the Half Full is nominated for Best Spirits Cocktail Publication. So, and, you, and you're on the four, yeah? We're on the four. And then for Best Writer, I am in the four as well. Dave is no longer eligible for basically all the awards at Because <laughs> <laughs> he's literally... I've aged out. Once so, you win them all. <laughs> well, literally, so like, no joke, Dave no longer is eligible to win Best Writer of the Year because he's won it twice. Um, another one of our lead columnists, Wayne Curtis, won it last year, so I he's not eligible. I fucking love the way he writes. He's amazing. Oh, he's a wonderful so writer. He, he's not eligible this year. Dave won Mentor of the Year last year. I think you can only win that once, maybe. I believe once, yes. So, um, you know, I, there, are, there aren't that many awards that, that Dave is actually eligible for anymore. So basically, the only one is is podcast and and also <laughs> best part of the best publication um, award. So uh, lots of uh, lots of butterflies in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, settle them down with some with some yeah. bookers and, and smear and off ice smear and, roll, and roll down to yeah, New Orleans and have a go. good time as always. Yeah, right? There we go. Exactly. What uh, do, you, do you want to talk about, Tails? What 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 do you guys think about what's going on and what do you think about what's going to happen this year? You have opinions? Well, I'm sure you well, do. Hi, how are you? Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're, we're being uh, noticed by the uh, diners out here at Roberta's, an incredibly corporate crew Lots of people. Lots of and, bros out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is a, it's a weird, weirdly, day. weirdly, they all have copies of Imbibe that they want Dave to sign. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The line will start the, uh, when we get <laughs> hey, out. Yeah. I don't know how that Roberta's works. Roberta's is but, for everybody because it's super awesome. Yeah, it is super it is. awesome. Everybody <laughs> loves awesome. pizza. Come on. Um, well, I, you're... Dave is not. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to be going to Tails this year what because. What the shit? <laughs> uh, by the time they settled all the problems, for people who don't know, they had some uh, serious uh, yeah. issues with uh, the founder. The was founder sold, and and, and uh, some unfortunate uh, dialogue and behavior. Uh, that uh, tainted the whole thing. Tainted the whole thing. They, they yeah. sold it to an, a, a, a better organization that's making it yes. to a nonprofit and, and, I think and a charitable organization. My, so it's, my yeah. dream was was that somebody, not another publication, not another individual, mm-hmm. but literally turn it into the nonprofit it was always supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. and that yeah. looks and, like what they're doing. More, and be more charitable. Absolutely. By and the we, time they sold it, I'd, I'd made other plans in, for the and, summer. I see. And right. even the way that they now answer the phone, if you ever call, is now Tales of the Cocktail Foundation. Yeah. Well, that's Which also is, their new logo, too. Right. I mean, yeah. So it's really nice. And they've already started to take, they've already given out one round of money for people for projects or they've solicited yep. ideas. They, they were here mm-hmm. in New York a couple of weeks ago so deciding who got those grants. Right. I mean, so it's really, you know, the money is now going to benefit a foundation. Whereas, uh, you know, who knows what was going on before, but the foundation was clearly secondary to everything else. Exactly. We're here, you know, the main. That's a primary the main, focus. You know, um, I guess member of the group who who bought it um, is the Solomon family, and they're yep. big backers of the World War II Museum, which is pretty amazing mm-hmm. thing, and really big. You know, um, you know, funders a lot of awesome things that go on in New Orleans. So, I think it's in a much better area. Um, you know, just much better footing. And I think know. it's going to be great. It, I, it as needed a, former, a renewal, I think. As a former New Orleanian and a, and attendee mm-hmm. of Tales for many years. I think yeah, what you just said is true. It needed a new face. It, 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 you know? uh, this, was, this was this wonderful uh, event that every summer brought people together from all over the world who were interested in sort of the progressive wing of the bar, the bar world, who were interested in, uh, in, in craft cocktails and history and culture, etc. And over the years, it kind of drifted and got more and more corporate and more and more uh, about spending money on spectacles. Yep. And uh, that got rid of that. That kind of cut down on the community aspect. Yep. And you'd ended up with just packs of uh, roving young bartenders without really places to focus their energy right. or anything. And so they were just going from party to party, and and it was it was only a party. And it used to be more than a party. And it looks like it, they're they're bringing it back to being a little more than a party. And, and yeah. the one thing I think we, we forgot to mention is that it's in New Orleans, in the 
third week? Third, second, week, of, third week of July. Third week of July, which is basically as close as working in a steel forge yeah. as I think I'll ever get yeah. to. Um, it's about 95 <laughs> degrees and 95% humidity. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, you know, it was traditionally, it was always then because it's the deadest part of the year and the hospitality industry is struggling. Needing in a boost. And also, yep. you know, for, for the goers of the festival, it's, uh, it's, it's when it's off season, so everything's the cheapest. Like yep. it made, I, you know, again, yeah. I used to live there. I get it. It makes sense. Also, in those uh, ways. you still need to bring a sweater because everything's air conditioned, air conditioned to, like to 62 degrees, yeah. I think. Yeah. You're, walking out of, yeah. you're walking inside of a building from, from 110 degrees outside into, yeah. into every, yeah, 62. Yeah. Every time you walk in or out of a place, it's a shock yeah. to the body. Yeah. Yeah. Get, oh, my God. People get, get the flu the every time. time. Yeah. 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 You get that like weird tails, like yeah. you know, grip you know, in your throat. Yeah. Yeah. It had nothing to do with all the cigarettes. No. And, uh, and and or, or the frozen iced coffees. <laughs> or the, uh, no. Over at uh, uh, The frozen yep. Irish coffees. Or Aaron Rose. Yeah, yeah Aaron the Rose, Aaron yeah. Rose, yeah. But well, no. they will, we'll miss you there. But no, you're coming, yeah. I'm going to be there um, doing a talk on Tuesday about uh, buying and selling of vintage spirits now that it's become you know more pervasive and the laws are changing in a lot of states. So I'm trying to sort of figure that out. Um, so that'll be on Tuesday, and then a couple of book signings for my book, The Art of American Whiskey, on Hell Wednesday, yeah. Thursday, and Friday. And then, obviously, we'll, we'll all be at the um, awards show, except for Dave, I guess. Yeah, I'll we're, be in... We're uh, going to FaceTime notably, in Notably missed, yeah. Be I'll be in Sicily. Sicily so. We'll get a... We'll get a it's we'll, not the we'll, end of the world. We'll stuff a pillow and put an iPad on top of it. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's FaceTime good. us like <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. actually there. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we, have, <laughs> we kind of have a tradition of this, because last year, Dave had to leave early, and... Um, you know, we were up for best spirits and cocktail publication, which we did not win. We came in second by a hair, from what Paul Clark tells me. I guess yeah. maybe that's I think he tells everybody that that doesn't win. Uh, I know, maybe, I know. Maybe. Back when I had his job, that's what I told yeah. everybody. So, well, I mean, you know what? Everybody feel better. Well, yeah. you know, it was, it it was, was really close. We either yeah. came in two, three, or tough four. Tough decisions right? were made. Tough right. decisions yeah. were made. But Dave, Dave couldn't make it, so I had to accept his mentor um, played for him. So perhaps that is a. A good luck thing for us. So, uh, what do you we'll do with see. that play? You eat off it? What do you got? I, I have a set of. Um, oh. Can I say how many I've got? I think a lot. <laughs> you got a enough lot. for us to I've have got dinner. Six. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. Julie Reiner uh, and I are planning on a dinner someday. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. Because she has a lot too. Yeah, yes, yeah, she does. I, I was behind her bar during yeah. BCB a few weeks ago, yeah. and she was on our show last week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was on our show last week. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, amazing times. Dude, yeah. So okay, going back to the thing about like skipping tales this year. There, I mean, there's been there like last month there was a ton of amazing things. You know, Bar Convent Brooklyn. You know, I think a lot of brands actually kind of focus like more of their their attention and honestly their budgets towards BCB for it being the first year. Well, it's more of a trade show, and that, that's something that yeah, we don't uh, really have here other than Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah almost entirely well, trade. Well, WSWA. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of yeah. 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 Um, so I think there's, the, I don't know, there's just like more stuff. I feel like there's just something yeah. happening every week, man. I know, it's crazy, right? It's, yeah, I mean, it's, well, uh, even, it's even daunting. S- I mean, even scheduling this podcast, like, I yeah. mean, it's basically a miracle that we're all in New York. <laughs> right, at the same time. On the 4th of July. July. Exactly. On the 4th of July. <laughs> um... But it, I mean, it's, head out to I the mean, beach after this. I'm I mean, going to light some firecrackers <laughs> in about 12 seconds. <laughs> I remember we, Dave and I talked about this moment, and uh, you know, this didn't make you know the this this moment doesn't usually make the best you know 50 moments in cocktail history. But I remember um, Finlandia vodka. It's really like 0203 came out with Finlandia mango, right? And at groundbreaking, the, right? Yeah. But at the time, nothing <laughs> else was going on. And it was like me, Dave, Gary Regan, um, Paul Packle, you know, Jeffrey Lindemuth. Like, we were all at this launch at the China Club. I mean, I thought it had closed like 10 mm-hmm. years before. But literally, there's so <laughs> few things going on. We were all there to be like, all right, like, yeah. I mean, we're going to try this mango-flavored vodka, I guess. You know, like, whereas <laughs> right. now, like, you, like, literally, I don't, even even for, like, the most revered product, it would be very hard to get that crowd together. Yeah. And, and But at the time, we were happily there because... What else? There's nothing else I mean, going not on. not just product stuff. It's the fact that, I mean, certainly in our industry, yes. But 
tenfold that in New York City. It's just an embarrassment of riches every fucking day. Well, I, you know, I, I, ten I, things going on that you have to like every say. I'm going to. I want to go to nine of right. them, but I can only go to one. So which one am I going to pick? This is why I do events. Uh, you know, I, I do this Bart Smarts thing where where with uh, <laughs> Paul Packolt and uh, small and Doug small Frost thing. and Andy Seymour and Dale DeGroff, my my. Who? Hero and mentor and uh, and Steve Olson and, and, uh, and you hey, know, we, let we, me get that for you. Yeah. Uh, uh, something. Oh, you uh, dropped like a like a bunch of them. names. Satchel full of names. <laughs> but, but we we travel around the country and uh, and like test bartenders <laughs> and it's like we could we could do yeah we could do it in like San Francisco or New York. Berries or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and and I'm I'm Roy Orbison. <laughs> <laughs> that is the weirdest one. Actually, no, that's Doug Frost. Uh, but anyway, uh, we we. Uh, we could, we we've done these in New York and San Francisco numerous times, but attendance is always a little bit of a struggle, and people are, you know, just like oh, we know this stuff. Why are you Why are you doing this? Then we go to like Columbus or something, or or, or Cleveland, and people they are, are hungry. just thrilled. Yeah. And I would rather just keep going to yeah. these these other markets, these other towns where they they don't get this stuff every day, and people aren't so jaded, and and you actually are giving them something that. They don't have. I, t- I totally agree. Two two years ago, we did a program at a more called AYA Go South, and we went to six different southern cities, um, and we did a takeover. Please on... tell me it was called Southern Go Southern. No, it was AYA Go <laughs> South, but, but that's next year. Southern Go Southern. Uh, that's for my book tour. Um, and we would go into these. Th- we went to Charleston, Atlanta, Birmingham, um, Tampa. Fabulous. Uh, I can't remember all the, all of them, but we went to a bunch of cities, and we would go in on Sunday night and take over a bar and do mm-hmm. a Mori Margo drinks all night long. No other option. So we would turn right, these bars right, right, into right, our right. bars so that you couldn't be like, oh, I'm just here to have a daiquiri. Uh, <laughs> and then the next day we would have, a, uh, this was the bigger part, the next day we would have a meeting with the with the USBG. Um, and, you know, I was formerly the president of the New York chapter and we have 500 plus members. Right. And if we get 100 members to show up at each monthly meeting, that's, oh, that's we, a lot. We, yeah. we, feel, we feel good. Yeah. 25%, that's great. I was in Atlanta, 114 people showed up, and I asked the president, I was like, how many people do you have in your, in your whole USBG? And he's like, 127. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. the other guys had to work, some guys on vacation. Like, Chicken pox. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, you guys fucking turn out. And that's the thing. Smaller yeah. markets don't get that embarrassment of riches we, that we have, so they are hungry for everything that gets thrown their yeah, way. It's really exciting, I think. And then, yeah, it was super exciting. Yeah. Dave and I did a talk I don't know, last year or the year before up in... Um, Detroit at the Detroit Athletic Club, which is, as, as Dave told me, is the home of um, The Last Word, right? Yeah. That's, so during The Last Word, we had all these bartenders from Detroit, Chicago, packed. I mean, like, you know, I don't know, over 100 bartenders. It was awesome, like, talking about the history of drinking in Detroit and the rye, you know, uh, rye heritage in that area, you know, coming from Canada. And it was just... It was an amazing experience, and also probably the most diverse crowd that's ever been led into the Detroit. Yeah, you're, you're damn right about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, man. I, I was in. Uh, I did a master class in Florence. You're going to be pretty close yeah. by there uh, next week um, or in two weeks. Um, and all these bartenders came from like Bologna, Roma, uh, Venice. Right, as far as they were like, dude, it, it was a great turnout. Yeah. Same thing with like, I went to Camp Runamuck uh, over a month ago. All these different markets that don't get as much attention from like all the brand ambassadors mm-hmm. or like any of that money. It's like, they're actually more hardcore and badass than a lot of us in like New York and San Francisco and those like the bigger markets because well, the, they're the, like so much more driven. I was, and uh, also they're doing everything or they're at least trying to do everything we're doing. They don't doing, get and everything. And yeah, they're kind of doing yeah. it blind and without half the equipment. Yeah. yeah. Right? They're grunting it out. Whereas we've got like, oh yeah, Dave's got a centrifuge yeah. I can borrow if I need it. Yeah. Well, I remember. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I remember being in Oklahoma, your home state last summer mm-hmm. um, in Tulsa and Dave is going there in, in the fall for mm-hmm. the Phil Brook. They do that big mix. Yeah. And just blown away by the bar scene. You know, walking into this one bar and they had, I don't know, a full case of the plantation rum pineapple. Yeah. And I was like, I've never seen this much plantation rum. And the guy was like, yeah, we have the whole state's allocation right here. <laughs> I was like, that's really but yeah, but awesome. You know, this reminds me, when I, back in the early 80s, I played in uh, in bands. And I, and I would tour around the country in, uh, in like, you know, kind of... New York style 
new wave slash punk slash psychedelic. This was band. also our very first conversation. Yeah, yeah. While, while you were teaching Linnell's. me how to make Tom and Cherries in <laughs> Blue Blazers, Blue Blazers with, uh, with Linnell's rye, no less. Yeah, exactly. We, we used probably twelve thousand dollars worth of rye, <laughs> but now by today's dollars, thanks, Linnell. But, but back in the back in the day, you know, you'd go to these towns, and coming from New York, it's like our band. We we were kind of like did like this stuff you know it was music it was a little like a little this a little that and you go to these towns and the punk bands were so punk they were so pure there'd be uh like i, I remember I, we, we hit denver and we're staying with these guys we knew the the guy's uh, band was called the frantics and their hit was my dad's a fucking alcoholic <laughs> uh, and and man that song was was fierce and and you know came from experience and was absolutely hardcore and you know in, in new york it's like you can't be that sincere you yeah. know it's like <laughs> right. you can't be that naked and raw everything has to be a little more artistic because you're you're you know you're you're competing with a whole bunch of people and it's yeah. it's it just uh, there's a little more there are layers of stuff and i think it's the same with drinks as you go to these places and and they're they're just they're all in you know they're one hundred percent in, and yeah. and and uh, in in New York, I mean it, it's great. We we have some of the most amazing bartenders in the world. Uh, I'm in the presence of two of them right now, and Noah's not one of them. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Dave, that's the sweetest thing you ever said. Oh wait, uh, yeah. no, two, two. There's three uh, of us. Oh. Uh, 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 <laughs> other good skills. Yeah, uh, uh, but, it was but, cl- it was close. He lost by a hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Again, it was a but, tough decision. But. You, you, <laughs> You know, it's like you guys are also doing like Heritage Radio. You're doing a bunch of other things. These are people who just, you know, they go in and they bartend, and and that's like a fierce well, commitment. I mean, I think it's yeah, very, I mean, I think it's very gratifying for all of us to go to these other markets and all places, and you know, cocktails, you know, are, are you know ubiquitous. I mean, you can get great drinks. You know, like you know, there are people who come up to me at Tales and say like. I run like the third best absinthe bar in like Kansas. And you're like, yeah. uh, I'm sorry. Like, are there? There's three. There's three. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. cool. Like, you know, like, and I, you know, I think that there's really one of these things where you know the whole goal of the rebirth of the cocktail was to make the world drink better, right? Right. Yeah, and absolutely. I think we've we're we're winning. I mean, yeah. it's definitely winning. I mean, I think there's definitely a bitter faction, you know, who's a little bit sad that you know all of this knowledge is now, you know, is available to the masses. But that's not me. But the yeah. whole thing was yeah, not, not for seven or more, more, more. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's not the goal wasn't for like ten of us to drink better. No, it was like Everybody. the world. Like, like the idea was that no matter if they, you know, you know who the bartender is or the bar or the restaurant, that you can go in and you can get a good drink. They have a without nice selection feeling, without of whiskey being made to feel beer. like an idiot. Right, exactly. Yeah. Right, and you know you can order a drink and it's. That's a great drink, and that's it. You don't have to think about it. Whereas, I mean, I mean, it's. Uh, I think it's Dale, Dale DeGroff, who said the goal of this whole revolution is so that I can get a decent, and I think that's the hard word <laughs> in the thing, exactly. a decent Negroni at the Howard Johnson's in Des Moines, Iowa. Yeah, what yeah. I what I what I used to say when I started writing for Esquire and and. End of 1999, I would tell my friends, they'd say, why are you doing this? You know, this is a little weird. And uh, when I was writing about drinks, it started, and I'd I'd say, well, I want to be able to go into uh, any bar in America and get a decent Manhattan. And then we'd all laugh. You know, right. it was like that's never going to happen. Yeah. You know, nobody knows how to make a Manhattan. You'd go into bars, they'd fuck bitters. it up in, in the most ridiculous Who ways. Has and some of them still yeah. do, but yeah, there's no bitters, there's no rye whiskey. They'd use Canadian Club at best, you know, and uh, they'd hardly put any vermouth in. One one thing after another, it never tasted right. And it, it was, was full of maraschino. Yeah, maraschino. Yeah, because Not they didn't the put liqueur, enough vermouth the in. Juice. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the well, well, because you can't put vermouth in because vermouth is toxic waste. You learned that from the martini. So you put a little vermouth and then you know enough to say that doesn't taste yeah. right so i'm gonna put the cherry yuck in there yeah. you know this like polymer that the cherries are suspended <laughs> it's a clear in. upgrade yeah it's a clear yeah. upgrade and then <laughs> that'll <laughs> fix it you know it's like and you go but like like that was just inconceivable that you would ever be able to that that would ever change i think that you, you should know? put that back on the menu at both of your bars you just yeah. you know Kind of I would love thing. to. I, I do different themed menus for every season. Yeah. I would. I would love to just have like botched cocktails and like yeah, <laughs> just, just for just, one night just, actually. Just, like we do the menu flip and just one night only just to fuck with people. It's see. like <laughs> like muddled old fashions, like with Sprite. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Robert Simonson. Messed up brandy. That's with brandy. But you know the the cool thing. Even get back to the the like talking about these different markets and stuff like that. Like. 
I was at Camp Runamuck, and, and to see like the how excited everyone is about this, yeah. and like the people that I ran to that listen to this show and your show, it's really exciting to like uh, to get involved in like it's exciting to know that we're reaching people. Oh, yeah, totally. It, it, to be honest, it scares the hell out of me when somebody's like, "Oh, I was just listening to your show during my run this morning." I'm like, "Ah, yeah, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> did what did we do? What? Where did we screw up?" I'll ask this: <laughs> Do you guys obsess? Do you listen to your show? To your own show? Dave. Okay, can I say something? Yeah. Yeah, I've never listened to a podcast in my life. Any, Dave, any podcast. Dave is not a no. big... All right, good I enough. don't listen to podcasts. Yeah, you're a reader. But also at the same time, Yeah. have you ever listened to any music that you've recorded? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to listen to that because you got to fix it. Right? Well, to be, I don't like listening to my own band. But I listen, listen to it once every, a week. We listen to it every <laughs> week. Yeah, there you go. See, yeah. So but what about you, No, Do you to, listen to your To show? be fair, I put the podcast on a um, a wax edophone cylinder for Dave. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll <laughs> listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but you got to hear me. I'm so happy that I know what that is. Yeah. It comes in a box of 10 <laughs> cylinders, you know, to, to get the half hour. And and they're labeled. Yeah, and I you know, put them on the Edison machine. Noah, though, do you listen? I do. I actually have to listen to them. Through, um, I go through with it our with our editor. Oh, you we edit, we right. don't. I mean, to be honest, I mean, it's compared, thirty minutes, but it's it's. I can hear when the edits clip in. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, yeah. compared compared to, I mean, a lot of other shows, we do very little editing. To be honest, I yeah. mean, it's not. A, we do none. I We're mean, lazy fuckers. Some people yeah. do like you know the intros or the we give know, we give ourselves away. Yeah. Like I mean, full blown. I just like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's like you on the bar. I can't edit that shit. If I say yeah, something exactly. wrong, I'll apologize. Yeah. yeah. That's what we're two bartenders before, doing remember, this remember, way. remember that one time I called I called our guest by the totally wrong name. He didn't correct me. And then by the end of the show, he's like, yeah, it's not my name. And I was like, what the shit? <laughs> the next week, I had to be like, hey, last week, the guy's name was different. Yeah. Um, you did that. So you let the, the show went out. Yeah, it had to. Yeah. show must go on, dude. It's live. We're live right now. It turns wow. out, Pete, the <laughs> role of Pete not... was played by Jim. <laughs> Noah's, <laughs> Noah's face just sank when I said, we're live. We're live, bro. You're like, you're but like, here's the thing. I do listen. You're like, I, listen, Nora, we're live. Yeah, yeah. Fine. <laughs> so we're going, Nora. So I listen to every single episode, usually day of, because yeah. we're live, yeah. but then we go podcasting. And then yeah. when I'm cleaning up my bar, because I work every Wednesday, when mm-hmm. I'm cleaning up the bar every Wednesday night, I listen to the show. It, yeah, I, I, I've never I've never been able to listen it's to myself It's very hard, though, for me to listen to. Like, I could, like, listening to your podcast or somebody else's podcast is, like, enjoyable for me, but when I, you know... When I listen to this, it's it's like when I reread one of my stories, I'm looking for like missed commas and you know, yeah, of course, sure, go, sure. And at least with that, I can drop that in, fix it, or yeah. like you know, some misspelled word you're, or you're something missing. Post. Exactly. We're, yeah, we're there's no fixing this. We, we can't. I don't oh, know. Wait, wait, wait till the next <laughs> iPhone comes out. We're full, yeah. full, full, full throttle. <laughs> we're wide open. Yeah. Well, yeah, it'll, it'll be in there. I mean, I always it's always funny to me. Like I always think about like what it must be like Dale DeGroff to go to a cocktail bar. And just see all these mistakes. I've I've tried to get him to admit this, but he won't. We're like, how does he enjoy it, right? Because he knows, he sees everything, oh. right? Like, yeah. like so, it bothers me when somebody can't like get the you know their shaker apart, and they're like <laughs> bang it. I'm like, just give it to me, I'll do it. You know, yeah, like let me teach I'm, you. I, you know, I, let me teach you the skill that you'll have forever. Right. The, like Dale's taught me, like one of the like one <laughs> one millionth of his knowledge, and it's like. But he seems to enjoy it. Like he can turn that part off of his brain. But you know, brain. he's he's, like, he's he's humble enough to know the same thing. Like I recently saw him as my book was finally finished and 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 headed off to be printed. No more changes, right? It's done. Right. And I said to him, "Look, I saw that that your your first book is in its 14th printing." Yeah. I said, "Are there are, are there wow. are there any mistakes in there?" He's like, "Oh fuck, there's so many mistakes. <laughs> yeah. In there. yeah. There's mistakes in there that were mistakes when I wrote it, right. and there are mistakes in there where it's just shit has changed." And I'm like, well, what the? How do you deal with that? Well, you, and he's well, like, hey, you just fucking deal with well, it. Well, that, that's <laughs> not why I had to do a second edition of Imbibe. Is like, people, I, I would go into bars and people were using it as a textbook, and it's like, this isn't right. Yeah. You know, things have changed so much. I've got to really correct this. Wait, wait well, you, you're saying that you were wrong by saying like after every cocktail that you talked about. Not too bad with a little champagne on top of it. Yeah, well, I love that. Because you said that's that. Hey, that's true, right. actually. Yeah, I know. <laughs> any, any cocktail can be approved. I, I, I've really uh, I've been it, cool yeah, with that. You, you know, yeah. You've embraced that at your bar. You even yeah. had it on your menu for a yeah. while, right? Yeah. Any cocktail. Making a Royale. The champagne upgrade. Come on. Any yeah. cocktail. Any even cocktail. cocktails that were already Royales can <laughs> Making a Royale. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a double Royale. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the Imperial. I mean, maybe I'm mistaken, but I think you said to me that before that the big difference between the two versions of your book was in the first you said that Jerry Thomas came up with all this the second one 
Jerry Thomas. It was actually Marlowe and like a crew of writers who came up with all this. Yeah, stuff. yeah, and it wasn't, and, 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 it wasn't and just I think it was man. the Earl of Beaconsfield right, was exactly. actually Jerry Thomas, <laughs> right. and, and uh, you know Jerry Thomas was a pen name. Exactly yeah. for a whole for a collective for, for the whole collective. collective. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You heard it here first. Yeah, it was Harry Johnson actually. <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> So, guys, it's been a great pleasure having you on here, uh, but we are closing in on our end time. Uh, hey, I want to say real quick. Yeah. Because um, it's something we talk about often, and we kind of touched on it before. You know, like, got all these different people that, uh, from different markets and different cities, different towns that are really interested in cocktails and, and bartending, and they want to, like, hone their skills and, like, learn more. Something we do on this show uh, quite often is we'll invite people into the studio just to hang, hang out, out, yeah, whether they speak so, or not, yeah, yeah. So, for any of the listeners out there, we've done it quite a bit, a lot, especially uh, over the last like I don't so, know, four, several. five, six months, yeah. But, um, so just in the uh, the spirit of hospitality, and just since we were talking about it before, you know, for any of our listeners out there, if you're in New York City on a Wednesday, on a Wednesday, and you want to come in, hit us up, do it. I, yeah. We have seats. There's plenty I, of I seats have in to here. say, I thought that whole build-up, you were going to whip out two bottles of Smirnoff ice. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's exactly. the whole time. I'm going to uh, get you back, motherfucker. Really, you will, yeah. too. <laughs> I was really like tense for a second there. You're like, on my list. I will but say we, this. We, as I said at the beginning, though, I've only been iced once before. Guess who? That was by Dushan Zarek. Okay. Well, I mean, you've got a good record. And right. I took it. Eh, yeah. We were at a party. I was like, eh, fuck it, I'll take it. <laughs> but normally, normally my response is... Forgive me if I don't shake hands. I just say no. Uh, Tanya Guffey had a great approach. She used to nice people. I don't know if she still does anymore, but she used to hit you with a bottle of coconut water. Oh, that's nice. That was nicing you. Yeah, that's nice. That was nice. helping you get through your evening. If you looked a little <laughs> fucked up, she would nice, yeah. nice you. Um, yeah. Bush League. Then she'd make you do a layback of Fernet or something. Yeah, yeah, for me, it's a bottle of Booker's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's you gotta neck the whole bottle. What you didn't say about Tanya was there was a glass bottle of coconut water like right over your head. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. She smashed it over your head. Uh, so anyway, let's talk real fast about your uh, podcast. Uh, it's called Life Behind Bars. Uh, you can find it on all platforms. iTunes, uh, Daily Beast, uh, SoundCloud. That's that's the main ones. Those yeah. are the main ones, probably on Stitcher yeah, as well. Thank I you bet. for having us. I no man, you guys are great. Thank um, you guys. Always yeah, a pleasure. Thank you for having us. And, uh, I, I'm sad we're not going to see you at Tales of the Cocktail, but you'll be off in Italy having a great time. Uh, Noah will see you at the Spirited Awards, if not before. I will be dodging you um, because I know like, <laughs> ice will be coming, but I'll have ice. <laughs> At all times, <laughs> to block you too. I'm like Dave. I'm gonna have to pay the price for this. Yeah, you but. are. You are. Uh, uh, Matt Rodolfaker, uh, the one of the corporate chefs <laughs> over at uh, um, uh, Momofuku, he used to keep on his station at all times because he was so nervous that he was gonna get ice. He used to keep a full hotel pan full of ice, little ice, and twelve Smirnoff ice, and he called it the ice block. If you uh, tried to ice him, he would pull that out. Yeah. Oh. The whole thing. Okay. The whole thing. He would oh, just pull shit. out a. Huge chunk of ice full of Smirnoff ice. I'm going to be pulling around. He, he used around. to be a Boy Scout, the, the right? Ice bl- probably. I'm going to be pulling around like a little cart. I recognize cart. that, yeah. 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 Uh, well, we got to wrap up the show. Um, you know, uh, Please go to Heritage Radio Network and uh, uh, donate some some money to keep shows like this on air. Again, 25 grand gets you uh, Dave Warner to Noah Rothbaum to come, <laughs> to come wherever you are at, on a surprise visit. And also, uh, for <laughs> 50 grand, you get to ice us. Yeah. yeah, and for 50, you can ice them. And you can, you can drive the helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> you can also, uh, for those of you out there, uh, you can actually, it's something I do, uh, I've done it for like NPR in the past and stuff like that, but you can actually set up a monthly recurring donation for or you guys yeah. too um but yeah it's uh it's extremely affordable and it definitely helps us keep the uh the radio station going the fun thing um, is now you can even choose the show you want to donate to specifically and, and, uh, and also uh, it's like us probably the speakeasy it's probably the speakeasy yeah, yeah. speak yeah. it's you know it's us the, it's the us other or, I mean, really let's well be funded. honest we're really floating the whole station you know we're it's, keeping it we're keeping it's it us or cooking issues yeah <laughs> but dave arnold keeps breaking all the microphones so yeah he does we uh <laughs> that's where most of our money goes <laughs> 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 why am i not surprised <laughs> yeah all right, so that's it for the speakeasy this week. Happy Fourth uh, of July! Happy Fourth of July! Yeah. Um, check out Heritage Radio Network for many other programs like this one. Also, gotta check out Light Behind Bars. It's a great show, yep. and really happy to have you guys on the show. Until uh, we see you next time, Arrivederci! Arrivederci! Yeah, have yeah. fun in Italy. All right, cheers, Thank y'all! You. Cheers, 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 guys!
So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The devil runs his groove in them rhythm and blues that's him. It's gonna get you some in the end. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.